Hello, everyone. This is Friday Night at the Barbell with your hosts, Carson, Josh, and Bryant. And Bryant, would you like to introduce our guest today? So today with us, we have Taylor Crowder. Everyone in Alabama definitely knows her as the WRPF Alabama photographer, fellow powerlifter, and amateur vocalist and hype woman. Everyone knows that part. And in fact, for the people that don't know about that, could we possibly get a scream from you while we're here? Um, yeah, well, ab- absolutely. Uh, hold on. <clears throat> Let's go! Okay, perfect. Now everyone definitely knows. And we needed, we just needed that confirmation, right? Yeah. So we always start these off with a controversial question. And for you, Taylor, I want to know what direction should toilet paper go? Ooh, that is a spicy question. Um, right. The toilet, the toilet paper roll should be over. You pull over, not right. under. Towards yourself? Not, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Carson? I'm a big, I am a big <laughs> over guy. My, my wife, God love her. Courtney, I love you. Oh. She puts them on backwards every time. <laughs> so I go through the house sometimes, and I just flip them around. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but definitely, definitely over. Yeah. Or, or you can just be a savage like I am and just set it on the counter yeah, or the back of the Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. Of course. So, Should have expected that. I'm also I'm also a, a bidet guy, so <laughs> I just use I just use a yeah. few squares to dry when I'm done, you know. That's I, I need to get my hands on one of those. Uh, Dude, bidets are where it's at. Yeah. Wiping your butt with your hand, that's caveman stuff. (laughs) Get yourself a bidet. So I am on either side. I don't care. But I will say at my old house, and I think I told Josh this before, my old house, the toilet and the bathroom was so small. I was like cramped up like this. So if it was over, I actually couldn't even reach the toilet paper because I'm so massive. So Dang. it always damn sucks to be big sometimes. Wow, it always had Turtles to go under. Being a big boy, right, right. It's good times. So, I guess we can hop right into it then. Now so that jump right in. Now that we're over the controversy, that was kind of kind of split here actually, kind of fifty twenty five twenty five right. So, not the first time that's happened. So what I want to start with is. What was your introduction to strength training? What did you see? Did you go to a gym first or what was Taylor before the gym? And then why did she start going? Just a little background on me. I never had any sports athletic background period. I was always like the weird art kid. I mean, I was friends with everyone, but um, as far as like doing any kind of recreational sport in school or outside of school, I never did anything like that. Um, But in 2017, um, I was at my highest weight. I was almost at 200 pounds and I was getting married. um, And so I decided I really need to get my poop in a group. And um, not only for health reasons, because the same year my dad got diagnosed with um, diabetes. uh, 
that he inflicted upon himself. Um, and I said, hell to the no, I'm not doing that. And also I wanted to look good in my wedding. So um, I actually started CrossFit um, as just like a way to get into fitness in general. Had no idea what I was getting into. Um, but I quickly realized that after losing 40 pounds, the cardio was great. Um, but I enjoyed the heavy lifting. So the heavy cleans, the heavy deadlifts, the heavy squats, um, things like that. And so, uh, with CrossFit, CrossFit being so expensive, it, um, was no longer accessible to continue to do that. Um, so I somehow magically found out about the powerlifting community. And at the time I had no clue what that even was, but I knew that it, it sounded cool and I knew that it involved heavy lifting. Um, and I just so happened to go to this 24 hour gym where there was a couple like gym bros that were like, yeah, we know some powerlifting people. And, um, it just so happened that I stumbled across, um, John Oldham at a knock blues concert. Um, and somehow got connected in, yeah. yeah, uh, he, I posted a video of me in the pit and he's like, that's me right there. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I, I don't know who you are. <laughs> At the time I had no clue who he was. Um, but little did I know that. That's crazy. Yeah. I had literally no idea who he was. Um, but after that, that's when I kind of, uh, fell into like the Diamond K, like, I was starstruck by Perseus and Les and Jacob and just that whole intertwined uh, group. And I said, I want to be a part of that. So um, in January of 2020, literally right before the pandemic, we joined Diamond K, got Les as our coach and um, started training and trained through the pandemic, um, even though that was nearly impossible. And it's been um, love ever since. Like everything about powerlifting has been uh, extremely humbling, character building, and just the most, one of the most valuable things I've ever done for myself, truly. It, that's funny because Ronald Tarvin also did CrossFit first. I did not realize that. That's how he started. Yeah. CrossFit to powerlifting, 165 pounds, Ronald Tarvin. I couldn't imagine him being like so small, but too jack now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so started CrossFit, found powerlifting, mm -hmm. and your first powerlifting meet was in 2019. Is that right? Yes, it was in 2019. It was um, Golden Ape, and. Uh, had literally, I was only six months into powerlifting when I did my first meet. And so I had no clue about Good. anything. Um, hmm. I mean, I went in with the best mentality I could. Um, I got overhyped. I had pulled a 300 pound deadlift and slammed it and missed it because of that. Uh. I got too excited. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll never forget. You Diamond K people are all the same. <laughs> It's just the energy is so aggressive. Yeah. And like you just, you're just like, yeah, I oh! know yeah, it, 
it was incredible to be able to compete. And um, I actually, in that very same day, made lifelong friends. And in fact, one of them, I was a bridesmaid in her wedding. And that's how we met. Wow. It's also yeah. things bigger than powerlifting. Mm-hmm. Way bigger, way bigger. Yeah, just goes back to the community aspect yeah. again. We talk and about every it time. almost every episode. Every time. But, but the the community is it's uh, world class. You just meet, like you said, lifelong friends. Um, that's what keeps people coming back, like Bryant says, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the community aspect is what everyone has mentioned. It's kind of unequivocally what keeps people in it or going. Uh, even if they aren't competing anymore and they find other avenues to still help like you have. I don't know if you ever plan on competing again. I'm sure everyone would love you to do that, but I think you may have found a better niche in that it's something you might enjoy more than being on the platform, which would be the Uh, photography. Yes. Yeah. So that can kind of segue into another question. So, um, so first of all, how, so I know you said you're artsy kind of growing up and when you're, I guess, younger. So I guess, how did you start with photography? How did you know that photography was something you liked that you wanted to do just in general to start with? And then, and then kind of how did it come about with photographing powerlifting meets? Um, so when I was in high school, I actually took two years of, um, photography, but it was more so not even digital at the time. It was like actual going into a dark room and processing film, which was really cool, but you know, we're in a digital age. So that wasn't very much like it's a dying art form. Unfortunately, I just was always into photography. Um, in fact, the year after I graduated high school, I begged my mom to buy me a professional camera and I used it probably a handful of times because I had literally no idea what I was doing at the time. Um, I just thought it was cool because I had a nice camera and I ended up selling it to help pay off my car, you know, just adult things. But then I ended up meeting one of my best friends who is a wedding photographer and We spent a lot of time like just doing one-on-one shoots. Like I would practice with her camera and she would shoot me. And I really enjoyed the creative aspect of that. And so it kind of inspired me to want to pursue things from my perspective because we're completely different opposite aesthetic. She's very like light and glowy and soft and pretty. And I have this very just like dark and real and almost macabre aspects artistically and powerlifting was the absolute best segue into capturing that and it just so happened that everything lined up perfectly because the people at diamond k were extremely receptive to me taking pictures or videos or whatever and it it just all fell so naturally into place i i couldn't even have asked for like a better introduction into that and it ended up that I shot my very first meet at Diamond K. Les was competing that that time. And ever since then, like, I just felt so welcomed and appreciated. So I I kept coming back. Like, I would just show up with my camera and um, people were like, 
hey, are you selling these pictures? And I'm like, yeah, if you want to, I've taken your pictures. So it just became a thing. And like, I connected with all three of you because of it. Mm -hmm. And even if I wasn't taking your pictures, like if you were spotting or loading or just hanging around and supporting, like it just all became just a part of what motivated me even more to pursue the photography aspect of it. Cause I wanted to capture everyone and doing and participating in it. It fulfilled me truly. Yeah. It's a pretty niche sport that we're a part of and the community is very welcoming to people. And that makes it probably a lot easier to go in and photograph people, even if they might not pay for them or want them. Yes. Yes. It's so cool what you do because a lot of people, you know, they go through powerlifting prep, they prep for months and months on end for this day. And some people like it's their first meet or they have really big goals and you capture some of the most like cool moments for these people and myself included because I kind of met you whenever I was going to do the Gator yeah. Classic last year up in uh, Sheffield. And um, I think you had posted on Facebook in the Facebook group, and um, I kind of reached out to you. And then um, after I got those pictures back, I was like, this is so badass. Like, because you take, you know, it's a, it's a moment that you've been preparing for for so long, and you can kind of capture those moments. And I just think that's so cool. So... Well, thank you. That means a lot. Seriously, every time I I hear yeah. feedback like that, it just makes my soul just like glow with happiness. I'm always excited to get pictures from Taylor after a meet. I'm always excited for it because I know they're all, all of them. I love all of them. I only post like a couple of them, but I love every single one of them she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does help because only recently have we had more digital media at Alabama meets, but that was like the only media you got it was if Taylor was there or now yeah. if Sorensen, Alex, oh, Alex. Yeah. Alex Sorensen. Uh, if Alex is yeah. there, those are the really only two ways you get pictures now. I know, uh, I think at the mayhem last year, the Maverick mayhem meet, they contracted white lights media maybe, or whoever it was, I think it was three white lights. They came and did it, and they did video and pictures. I don't even know if you were at that one, but no, I wasn't at that one. You competed at that. That's what it was. You competed at that one. You competed at the that what? one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the one. Yeah, in the Maverick Washington. Mayhem yes, in yes. Montgomery. Yep. That was um, Powerlifting America that shot that. Okay. Or Powerlifting yeah, yeah, North yeah. America. Okay. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. And, and one thing too, is like a lot of these media companies, like I've competed in several bodybuilding shows and the only pictures that can be taken at those are the media company that's shooting the event. And you have to go through, it's, it's kind of like you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get pictures ordered. You have to do it way ahead of time. The prices are outrageous. Um, you have to fill out all these forms and, and yeah. I just, and I never personally got any stage pictures just because it was so it was in my opinion it was just hard to do so but it was like you made it, it was so easy to kind of like just talk to you and you were there and so they're very you were just very available and i guess too another thing is 
like with bodybuilding, you know, you're getting these certain stage shots, but in powerlifting, since it's a performance sport, you get all these cool pictures. Like you get on the platform, but you get like walking up to the platform, like sitting down, mm-hmm. like these, like, I don't know. It's just, I think it's, you can, cool. you can like capture a lot of more emotion with powerlifting than you can bodybuilding for sure. Yeah. Very raw absolutely. and real mm-hmm. moments. Yeah. Candid. Yeah. As candid as you can be when she's kneeling down, smiling at you, trying to take a picture of you. <laughs> and your eyes are just like bleeding well, from the moment. Yeah. You your eyes are bleeding and hers are, hers are all glittery. Yeah. And there's just chalk everywhere. No, it's funny. I'll go look at the pictures she did yeah. and I'll see veins popping in my forehead. I never knew I had. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the good stuff right there. That's the great And I want to transition from that into you're someone that's pretty open about mental health struggles that you might be going through. And I want to know which has been Mm -hmm. better for you, the photography or like barbell training in terms of like helping you settle your emotions and feel normal again. Um. I mean, that's, that's a really deep question. Cause I feel like they honestly play hand in hand. It, it, it really just depends like what season I'm in. Discovering photography has really helped to heal my inner child. So I feel a lot more joy and just overall happiness. But I feel like from the barbell aspect of it, it's really empowered me as an adult woman that I am strong and I'm capable and um that's one reason i really encourage women of all ages uh, young old with health issues completely healthy to pick up weights and lift them and it, not for even a sense of like health but like a sense of empowerment and that uh, i found a lot of the times if you feel empowered you feel um more mentally stable and confident in yourself to tackle these issues when you have maybe depression or anxiety because you can rely on the fact that I can do this, you know? And also on, on top of that, it just, it pairs and circles back to the community. Like you always have someone to rely on um, in this community. But I really truly think for me personally, they play an equal role for different reasons. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. I would, I would probably say most people have that might not be photography for them, but they have something else. It'd be hard to just have one. Yeah. Yeah. I think for just for like myself, like years ago, uh, I was probably in the most difficult time of my life. It was right during COVID like 2020, like right when COVID kind of started, everything was kind of shutting down. And, um, my son, uh, he was in the NICU for six months after he was born. He was born at 26 weeks. And so I had, I had a lot of things in my life that were just, that were out of my control. And, but I felt like going to the gym, the weights were always the same, like this amount of weight is always going to be this amount of weight. And I can always put forth the effort and kind of know what the outcome is going to be. So for me personally, mm-hmm. that was huge for me, the, the gym. And, um, you know, I know it's maybe a cliche to say, but that helped me so much just having a, having something that was in my control and that I could 
you know, kind of dictate the outcome. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I'm a very, um, I try to think of myself as like a more structured person. Um, so that's why I enjoy powerlifting programming is because I can see like, this is what I'm doing today. You know, this is what is expected of me. And then I would get the feedback and then I would proceed from that point. I, I mean, I commend people that can just go into the gym and throw down whatever they want, whenever they want. But I enjoy powerlifting because there's a structured program and there's an expectation and you're building for whatever specific purpose for Mm -hmm. an end goal. Yeah, for sure. I think that's something else that probably helps with the mental health side of it is having setting goals and finding ways to actually go after and achieve those goals. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yes. Like that. And then the gym being consistent, especially if you're on program or you have a coach, you kind of feel self-obligated. You have to go in there and do it and you got to, you know, try your best at it and put forth your best effort to get to the goal you want to be at. Yeah. And it tends to, you know, just like with anything in life, I feel like as you, if you are on program or in prep and you're, if if you have consistencies in your life, that's going to carry over to other aspects of your life, like how disciplined you are with everything else or, you know, just, just putting in effort, work hard at something. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of carryover. Oh, there absolutely is. Doing a little better help mm-hmm. at Friday night at the barbell. <laughs> hey, everybody needs it. For sure. That's right. I'm always open, like, for anybody to vent to me or to come to me, like, anybody. Because I understand what it's like to feel alone and isolated. And there's absolutely no sense in having to feel that way. Uh, especially uh, alone and isolated, it's hard to feel in the community of powerlifting. Because mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. small as so. it is, a lot of people go through the exact same thing that you might be going through. Yep. And there's always ears that are yep. open. You just have to actually reach out. It's hard for other people to reach out to you when you're struggling because we not everyone yeah. knows. That's very true. That's very true. But I, I think that's also one of the reasons that I tried to use social media as like a platform to speak about it because there still is a a very much like a stigma around mental health and you know it the the expression I kind of hate it it's okay to not be okay well I mean yes but I think we just we need to understand that there are different levels of okay and like when to be able to step in and actually intervene with people that we care about because we want them to still be here in the future. Yeah. A a functioning alcoholic is still an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Very much. Right. That's good. Well, uh, let's bring it back around. Uh, (laughs) 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 We can come back to it, but what are, what have been some of the more fun experiences at meets shooting or competing yeah or like a or like a funny funny experience funny story or something so i i do have one that's kind of embarrassing but it is funny and wholesome at the same time so when i competed in my last meet at at maverick my prep had not gone according to plan um so that 
that meet was in March. I got in a car accident in February of um, that same year. Um, I had uh, like basically third degree burns on my hands. My um, steering wheel, uh, the airbag deployed and it burned my hands. But I also hit a car at a dead stop going 60 miles an hour because they stopped in the middle of the interstate. I, <laughs> it's a long story. Anyway, no. so I, I wanted to bail out of the meet, but Jacob was like, you've prepped for this long. Like you just commit, go have fun. Like this is what you came for. You know, even if you don't hit the numbers that you expect or want, just have a good time. So I went into it with the best mentality I could. However, on my second bench attempt, I caught a horrible cramp in my lower back and I knew that that was going to absolutely um, transfer over to my deadlifts and it did. Um, I got my opener, fought like hell on my second and could not get my third off the ground. So I was very defeated. Um, and I, I remember when they were doing awards, I was back behind like where the banners were and stuff and they were calling out everybody's name and their weight class and what place they got. And, um, I heard my name and I'm like actively crying by the way. And I said, wait, did they just say my name? And everybody that was in the little circle right there was like, yeah, they called your name and they started to push me and I was embarrassed because I was like crying. And so I step up on the stage and I'm like, me, me, I, I, whatever I place. I mean, it was third place, but, um, yeah, they were like, yeah. And everybody was confused as to why I was crying and like what was going on. <laughs> and uh, like, I'm so happy. <laughs> That's exactly right. I was like, I'm so thankful. Thank well, you. you played it off well because I was there and I didn't realize you were crying for that reason. So, see, see and that was a <laughs> that was a big competition too. That was Andrew Lynch and um, Liz Robito. I don't remember how to say her name, but the Fortis Fitness crew. Oh yeah, Fortis. Uh, and uh, her husband yeah, was there, Fortis. and Corey Elder. Yeah. Yes. So that that was that was a big competition. That was a lot of uh, yes, Corey was there. Five hundred dots people all in the same meet. Yes, it was extremely intimidating. And, you mean welcoming? Um, I mean, I'm I'm proud of myself that I committed to it. Yeah, yeah, welcoming. Uh huh. I mean, I did have a lot of fun, other than me being pissed off about my deadlifts. But you know, yeah, I think happens, everyone whatever. has had one of those moments at least. Actually, if you only. I was going to say, if you only or have one of those, even. that's probably a good day. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, Bryant, but I had the longest grind of a squat ever on my third attempt. Like, yeah. I just stalled, and then everybody in the room, like, erupted. Um, and I got it, and, and I was, it was great. I love watching those. <laughs> Super grinders. We've talked about that before. Dude, I love to see a good grind. I think the three for twenty seconds probably yeah, won't think make you feel that great. Lower back cramp may have come from <laughs> that, huh? So Taylor, I have a, a question. Mm -hmm. So you may be able to help some people with this. So say you just want to take a good picture with your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like tips and tricks to like or settings to like take a good like just a nice. 
I don't know. Let's say if let's say it's like a a gym picture or something. What's some things you can do with just an iPhone to make your normal Instagram pictures like a little better? Um, I mean, there's a couple different. If that make if that makes sense at all. Yeah. No. Absolutely. There's there's a lot of different options. I mean, it, it could work for iPhone or Android. I'm personally team iPhone. But Lightroom is free unless you get Lightroom Plus, which I have. Uh, but you can do just about everything in Lightroom. And it can even auto-correct or adjust light or brightness or what, just whatever you want to play with. But um, just in general, on your photos, if you go to pull it up and try to edit the picture, um, it'll bring up on the bottom of the screen all the different options. And usually I found there's a feature on there that people don't think about. It's called Highlights. And that can actually play heavily into the saturation of the picture and make it look really high quality on an iPhone. So, yeah. Interesting. Nice. <laughs> Camera tricks with Crowder. Oh, I like this. Oh, I got another question. This is, I'm just throwing a few of these off the wall. Sorry, guys. But have you ever had someone ask, like, you shot pictures at a meet or something and they're like, hey, they send you a message. You're like, hey, could you just like, pop my shoulders out a few inches or could you shrink my waist down? Have you ever asked somebody to like Photoshop pictures of them before? Put them on well, blast. You may no. not be able to, I, you may not be able to like put them on blast <laughs> or anything, but. <laughs> um, so Adobe gains. So there, there's actually two things that, um, I have been asked before. One of them was a person asked me, I, I mean, I won't, I don't even know if I can remember who it was. But they, they did ask me to taper in their waist. It was a guy, <laughs> believe it or not. It was not a woman. Was it Josh? Hell not yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was no, not me. It was, <laughs> no, no. I embrace the 308 super heavyweight. I embrace it to the fullest extent. BBW. BBW Smurf. Yes, sir. <laughs> Um, and then, believe it or not, the second one, b both people were uh, males. It was that no, makes a lot of females sense. Females have to me. asked me to do anything with their pictures. Uh, yeah, but this guy actually asked me um, because we all know that singlets are not flattering, and we also know that guys unfortunately have to wear whitey tidies. Um, yeah. This guy asked me to Photoshop out his junk because he knew oh. he was a little too happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, <laughs> can I get an enlargement like, Photoshop in that just a massive <laughs> Not a reduction. That was surprising. <laughs> I, I, That's that funny. is so funny. We that. might I mean, have to have that. Done. At some point. I told you, all you got to do is take an extra pair of deadlift socks with you and just put them in your singlet when you go to your. I place. agree. I think you stuff a bunch of socks and just see what they say. Like, what are they going to tell you not to go yeah. on the platform? <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> oh, bro, it's not me. It's me, bro. <laughs> what Chill out. What about? are you doing? Hey. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Pat me down, Chris Webster. Like, how would do they it? Know? <laughs> Oh my god! It's like you just put like a. <laughs> it's like you put a plantain in your singlet for your third. What? 
and they're like, "What is you going get, on?" Yeah, you gotta get <laughs> super hyped for that last episode. Yeah, Alice in the back. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's funny. Yep. Well, you kind of already answered this, but I was just gonna say, like, what or ask, what keeps you coming back to meets? Like, if you're not competing as much anymore, you keep coming back to do photography, and you're at pretty much all of the WRPF Alabama meets, even though you have a career, what makes you come back? Um, absolutely, it's the people. Um, I love the creative aspect of it, honestly, and I feel like every time I'm behind the lens, every meet, I feel like I'm learning something because I'm self-taught. Like, I, I did not go to school. I didn't really study study under anybody um but definitely the people and then um a close second would be because it fulfills me creatively but definitely yeah. the people 100 percent. you guys are amazing i think everyone would say you're amazing <laughs> most people just go on the platform and lift like they don't even think about that exactly you're the one that actually has to get out there and motivate people and think the whole time try to get shots around people you probably should have been a contortionist instead because that's where you're headed. Well, I, you know, I guess it pays off that um, <laughs> I have extremely um, flexible joints, especially in my ankles. So that's why I can just sit on the ground for hours. Couldn't be yeah, me. No. Legs would explode. Couldn't be me. Not me. <laughs> and I'm comfortable like that, too. That's what's really bizarre. You say, Josh. Just in the See front of in the front of the platform, like <laughs> getting that third attempt squat. They're like, "Sir, uh, could you shut up? Try to get this picture. Shut up. We can't, <laughs> we can't give the start command." Oh my gosh! So, so get out of the way. I'd love to see that. So funny thing, I actually do photography. Some I haven't done it in a while, but I do a little bit of it. So me personally, I've seen I'll a little Insta page that you had. Yeah. Yes. Um, what I need to follow me personally. <laughs> me personally i do like I, I enjoy doing like nature stuff and like landscapes and buildings and stuff like that so outside of doing like meats and people what do you like to shoot the most doing meats and people well like shoot like shooting the powerlifting meats and shooting the people <laughs> in the powerlifting meats um i I mean, that's pretty much what I do. Um, I actually have a part-time job shooting for Diamond K. They're CrossFit now. But uh, truly, I think what I enjoy shooting the most is just the candid expressions of people. Like I would do street photography if I had time to do that. Um, mm -hmm. Probably not in Birmingham. That'd be a little scary. Someone would probably take my camera. Or my life, or both. So, But, um, Yeah. I, I think that makes sense. Yes, yeah, shout out Beam Magic City. Yeah. Um, I think that makes sense. I like candid photos as well. I think yeah. uh, as far as people go, that's the way, way to do it. What keeps you from doing photography full-time, and do you want to do photography full-time? Because I know there's a lot of powerlifting meets you could go to. If you got a little gas saver beater car, you can be driving all over the U.S. doing them every single weekend. That is actually a fantastic question, and I have, I have gone back and forth about that so much because I, I feel like there's a part of me that truly has a dream to be able to pursue this full time, 
However, I feel like from a stability standpoint, I love to um, know that I'm expecting um, a paycheck. Um, and I will say it's, it's not just even just a paycheck in general. I feel a sense of fulfillment at my job at Children's because I, on the other side of things, enjoy healthcare and I think it's really fascinating. And uh, I think I'm fairly good at it. And um, I'm actually an educator there. So I teach other technicians how to make IV infusions. So I feel like that's a pretty important job um, to have. Yeah. I mean, Carson can, can understand. Um, he has a son that, that needs medication. So I've been doing healthcare and pharmacy for 11 years. And I, I have felt truly that that is something that brings me a different kind of fulfillment on like a professional level. And then photography fulfills me in a creative standpoint. So I wish I could do it full time, but I feel like healthcare needs me in a, in a certain capacity. Gotcha. That makes sense for people didn't hear it before because we weren't recording, but Taylor works at the famous children's hospital in Birmingham world renowned. We're pretty cool. We're pretty it's a pretty cool. decent place. I've been there once, maybe twice. Yeah. That's a, that's a big place. Massive. I went there. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. a nurse. I work at the hospital here in town, but I went to shadow there. Uh, I work as on like the rapid response team for the hospital. So I went to shadow their children's rapid response team because we have some increase in like pediatric emergencies and stuff here at our hospital in town. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we've got like between inpatient and outpatient areas. Like I think they said like 1500 to 2000 nurses. And I was like, <laughs> that's crazy. I was like, our hospital has like a few hundred. That's crazy. So yeah, it's a big, yeah. It's, people yeah. come from all over out of state. It's a big, big, it's the Mecca. The, the hospital is as big <laughs> or bigger now than the university over there, than UAB university. So yeah, it, it it's continuing to grow as yeah, well. Had buildings every year. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So Taylor, <laughs> <laughs> if you, <laughs> we always ask this question at the end. So if you could sit down or just hang out with anyone from the fitness industry, past, present, future, it could be powerlifting, it could be bodybuilding, some other avenue in sports or fitness, who would it be and why? Um, I think that that is a fantastic question. I, I mean, I have a lot of people that have come and gone in um, my I guess people I aspire to meet or um, just inspire me in general, but um, truly the people that I'm around as in you guys inspire me enough to where I don't really look up to anybody else because at the end we're all human. Like I want to be able to have a human experience with the people around me. I, I know that's kind of like an unorthodox answer. Um, but that's good. Mm -hmm. I, we like it. I, I don't really idolize anybody because at the end of the day, we're all human. And I, I just, I appreciate the people that are around me. No, I think that's a great answer. I like that. Yeah. I'll say that's probably the best answer we've got on that question. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like besides, you know, all the famous people and stuff. I think gen that's the most genuine answer that we've gotten. It's, yeah. Outside the box. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty outside the box kind of girl. In case you haven't figured that out. Yet. No, I think everyone. I think everyone <laughs> would agree to that. So, did you have a final message for anyone for mental health or lifting or photography needs? I think the the main message I would want to express to people out there is that. You're never too old or too young to get into what makes you truly happy. And um, this is coming from someone who went from being 18 and thinking that they wanted to become um, a photographer to giving it up and then picking it up over 10 years later, basically, and enjoying it more than I ever have. And it's been one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done. And then don't be afraid to take a chance um, and don't be afraid to fail because I feel like we learn more in our failures than we do in our success. So, and that comes with mental health, physical health, uh, friendships, relationships, whatever. So just don't be scared. Awesome. Don't be scared, homie. So, that's right. Don't be scared. Don't be a little bitch. So Taylor, don't be scared. Tell, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Taylor, tell everybody how tell everybody how they can find you on social media, like your regular like Instagram and then your um grit in the grain page. So what are your ats? Um so my Ask her to tell and he just tells me. <laughs> um But I said it really fast, so maybe she can slow it down. No, no, it's okay. Uh, so if if you um are wanting to follow me on my personal lifting mental health journey with the occasional sprinkle of memes at Technote on Instagram. That's pretty much my primary uh, way of communicating through social media because I'm a visual person. Uh, if you are just interested in my photography, um, you can contact me at the grit and the grain. And that is my page looks like it's just a black and white aesthetic. However, I do also do color. I just wanted to put that out there for anybody who's not aware. I just really like black and white. Yeah, they look fantastic. Both do. Mm-hmm. But Great work. Everyone can tell that you definitely love the black and white the most. Um, it's, it catches um, emotions completely mm-hmm. different than color does. It does. I think that'll be it from us. But I wanted to say if we've got a lot of good feedback from these and if people are going to give feedback do it as a review we want to bring it up on the podcast and talk about it and i don't want to talk about your dm because that's too personal but if people are enjoying these episodes and i know everyone's going to love this one with taylor if you want to give us a review shoot it over to apple Podcasts or spotify let us know. Get your fingers working. And then type out a review. We can talk about it, even if it's a bad review. I think those would be even funnier. Those are yeah, the funnier ones. One. And we can review your yeah. review. Review, yeah. And I was going to say, we've got – now we have social medias out for the podcast. We've got other stuff coming out soon. Now we got video. Now we've got badass people like Taylor on. And we're going to have even more badass people on soon. Carson can read us out. All right, everyone. So that was your Friday night at the Barbell with Josh Bryant and myself, Carson. We'll see you next time. Peace.